Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the Liverpool Comedy Improvcast with me, Ian Luke-Jones. This is where we get to know the people who make up the LCI community and today's guest is the truly inspirational Jeff Head. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher and wherever else you get your podcasts. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star review and subscribe to the show to give us a boost and to help get our name out there. Now it's time to go off script and find out Jeff's true story about making stuff up. And now please welcome today's guest on the podcast. It's Jeff. Welcome, Jeff. Hi there, Ian. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Thanks very much for having me on. Uh, thank you very much for agreeing to do this. It's a pleasure to have you here. Yeah, really looking forward to it. Cool. So I like to jump straight in at the deep end with these things and get straight to all things LCI. So my first question for you today is, how did you get involved with Liverpool Comedy Improv? Right. So uh, my journey with uh, improvisation has been sort of two two stages really um i suppose it goes back <coughs> years <laughs> i'm not going to say how many <laughs> no, to um the 80s with um whose lines it anyway yeah uh that was my first introduction really to to improvisation and um, comedy improvisation and you know the likes of obviously clive anderson there was ryan styles greg poops yeah colin mockery i think colin mockery's still probably still doing the turn around isn't he yeah he is. uh, and Josie Lawrence and that and um, I just found it fascinating because I love anything like sort of that makes me laugh and makes me laugh like a drain and that program made me laugh like a drain <laughs> uh, you know I just thought it was brilliant um, I was in awe of it um, totally in awe of it uh, especially the musical ones the way they'd come up with all these songs and everything you know <laughs> yeah and I never thought for one minute that I'd, I'd do it because, you know, I suppose um, I've had anxiety a lot through my life and that. And, and I think it's that old inner critic, you know, God, you'd never be able to do that, you know? Yeah. Uh, always been a bit of a show up, but not had the, um, you know, the, the, uh, the, I don't know, the way, way with all to, to do it really. Um so yeah, so there was that, and I mean, I've still got my VHSs upstairs because I've put them <laughs> all and, and logged them. Oh, awesome. So all my favourite episodes, and then I fa- finally got one of those taped to um, taped to DVD players, so yeah. I put it on DVD as well. So ah, oh, cool. I still watch them. The 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 brilliance. So yeah, so that was like sort of obviously from a, a, a spectator's point of view, but with regards to the the Liverpool comedy improv. The way I was introduced was um, recently, um, well, two years ago, I had uh, like um, quite a bad breakdown, um, went to a very dark place and went through the mental health system. And through that, I was um, I was introduced to um, an organisation called The Light Rooms, which was like group sessions and that sort of for, for, your, um, for your mental health. So it was like the um, therapy type. And then right. I was also... There was the creative side. And um, so you do things like, you know, uh, smartphone photography. Um, you you do walks and stuff and artistic art and crafts and stuff. And just a way to, you know, to, to be with people who yeah. are going through the same sort of thing. With, and it was really, really good. And um, what happened was I, I, I loved it that much and I'd always been like sort of a supporter and a carer that um, I, I just decided I wanted to volunteer to help, you know, others yeah. and to give back to the, to the uh, life room. So I volunteered. So that was um, sort of that was so January I started the the, the life rooms, October, January 19, October 19, I became a volunteer. And then um, and I was doing those um, sort of sessions. And then in January, they opened up um, a central hub in the Liverpool Playhouse. So they asked whether I wanted to go and be one of like sort of the volunteer facilitators and to help out uh, firstly with their live week, um, which was at the beginning of January 2020. Yeah. And they had sort of different um sessions which were more on the 
creative side and performing art side. Right. So there was um, drama. There was um, it was all to do with helping people with their mental health okay. through drama, through improv, through comedy. I did stand up comedy as well. Did also did that in the um, in the live rooms and what prior to that. Um, so it was all about building building my confidence and building other people's confidences as well, yeah. and helping people. Anyway, through um, through that we we were actually on site in the playhouse for three months till March, and then we know what happened in March yeah. when the lockdown. So we we I'd, I'd done some physical improvisation then, but then it was decided by somebody in the um, in the live rooms, or Rebecca, who Rebecca Ross Williams, who's a um, She's a creative director and lead for social change in the theatre. And she said that, you know, they were talking about going on to digital Zoom. And we were saying, well, how's this going to transfer over, you know, to the Zoom? You know, these little boxes. Yeah. When, you know, it's all about expression. It's all about creativity and being with people. So we think, how the hell is this going to like for the panels? So we went along with it. And during that time, um, Emma Baird, the... Um, the founder of Liverpool Comedy Improv, she was brought along as a uh, like facilitator, uh, you know, tutor and with all their experience and everything. Yeah. And um, sat in a, the first time I sat in on it on one of their sessions, and it was a life rooms one, so it wasn't the Liverpool Comedy Improv at that point. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, my God, she really, really knows her stuff. And I was in awe. I was thinking, oh, it's brilliant. So, you know, she's bringing more to it. And um, we, we did over about 100. Oh, really? Um, yeah, um, one-hour Zooms. Um, and I, that's where I just basically honed the craft. And I absolutely loved it. And, you know, I got I got feedback in the playhouse that, you know, well, you're good at this. You should you should do it, you know. And I've always yeah. wanted to do it, but you just think, oh, why haven't I done it before? But you can't think <laughs> like that. And anyway, yeah, so um, I got to the point where I thought, well, now I can come move, can move on, you know, and I do feel as though I can go with the, the like, sort of the professionals really or you know <laughs> you know um or liverpool comedy improvisation work was like sort of the next step and i thought well why not i'll try it um with a lot of trepidation um but it was on zoom yeah and i thought well i'm used to that and at worst i could always sort of just freeze and say it's me, <laughs> it's me but, you know, as soon as I come on, because I, I didn't know, I thought, oh, my God, are they going to be all lovies? Are they going to be, you know, you just don't know. You just yeah. don't know what, what you know, whether they're going to be accepting of somebody coming in and just sort of basically <laughs> winging it. Um, anyway, yeah, just um, first session went on. Ping, 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 ping. All these people come up, big smiley faces, all really welcome. And from the start, I just felt at home. Yeah. <laughs> I really did, you know, and, and then I realised that, yeah, I can hold me on with it now. I've, you know, I've done I've done really well. I met you. You know, I had a few sessions with, with you. Yeah. You know, a few scenes with you as well. Um, you know, and and it's such a supportive environment. There's no wrong. Obviously, there is with regards to like parameters. You, you're given the parameters, you're given the expectations. Obviously, at the start of what's you know what's accepted, which yeah. is right. You know, uh, no discrimination, no you know, all all the, uh, the that type of thing, which is you know something that needs to be said. But then within the improv, you can't mm-hmm. get it wrong. Yeah, you know it's um, and so yeah, so I went up back. Like over the, I think that week I did, I did three sessions. Um, loved it, you know. I'll come back, come back, yeah. So and then the rest is history, really. And I just absolutely love it. So I remember doing some sessions with you. And are you saying that they're some of the first sessions that you did with uh, LCI? Yeah, 
Yeah, awesome. And I remember being really impressed with you, like straight away thinking, yeah, this guy's really good. I enjoy being in scenes with him. <laughs> I got, so. there, there was a, a particular scene that I did with you, I remember. And uh, I think we were brothers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it, it is the, just the yes and. Oh, totally. You say whatever you want. You know, I could say... <laughs> I, I I think I might have said something like, you know, I could have said something like, oh, um, I've got a uh, hand growing up the top of my head. You know what I mean? And then, <laughs> oh, yeah, you need that because when you're sitting on the couch, you need to turn the lights on and off, you know, without taking <laughs> hands off the telly. You know, that type of thing. Yeah. And you just, oh, my God, yeah. Because well, you, you say things in improvisation. And you, when you get to a point where you you just literally off the cuff, sometimes you don't even know what's come out of your mouth. Oh, yeah, totally. And I think that's what a lot of people that do improv really like about it. The fact that it's that complete spontaneity and we often surprise ourselves. Yeah, yeah. You know, you look down, you haven't go, where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> and you mentioned the opportunities that you were having in the life rooms earlier. And you said that um, stand-up comedy was something that was offered. Did yeah. you, what is it? about stand-up comedy compared to improv comedy, what made you sort of favour the improv over the stand-up? The stand-up came first because the improv hadn't been introduced then. Right. Uh, so there was there was uh, a facilitator in the life rooms who was actually a comedian. Okay. And she's, she's a, a paid um, staff member as well in the life rooms. And she's um, she was really, really good and she 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 sort of looked in to see your tastes and you you know and uh, comedians and things and what type of comedy like my com- comedy is quite self-deprecating you know right because my friends just take the mick out of each other it comes from a loving place but you know what I mean it's, yeah you, know, you, you play to your audience don't you yeah um and you you know so I I went okay I'll 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 have a go I'll try and write something and it it was building up this eight week course was building up to like a showcase at the end. Cool. <sighs> no, when, when you're there with anxiety, <laughs> you're thinking, oh, okay. is that, you know, <laughs> really? um, do you really want me to stand up and, and talk? Um, but yeah, so I didn't even know what the, what the actual setup was going to be. And then they got an MC from one of the last uh, comedy stuff. Oh, wow. In town, in town and got a, a speaker system and we were in the actual life rooms and they and, um, invited an audience of like sort of, you know, staff members and also a few people uh, from like, family, <laughs> family and friends and whatever. So I, I literally had to stand up and do the minute thing and that was a really good grounding yeah. as well because I thought, I can do it. I can do this. You know, I, I feel um, something that... It, was completely out of my comfort zone um you know it was it was um really um something that i thought yeah penny dropped yeah i'll do this it's positive it's makes people happy yeah makes me happy and do you think with the stand-up do you think there's a bit more pressure because you've got a specific set that you've worked on and you'd there's the pressure to remember what to say, when to say, how you're going to say it. Whereas with improv, that pressure isn't really there. There is pressure, but it's a different kind of pressure. And it's yeah. really just a pressure we put on ourselves to try and try and make sense of whatever we're doing. Um, yeah. But there is no, oh, I need to remember this and I need to do that because it's literally just making it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with the stand-up, it has to make sense, really. Even yeah. though be wacky it can be you know um i mean i i liken myself to one of the giants and you know that, that came to town in liverpool three years ago and oh, that, yeah. you know so i mean okay it was a bit off the cook off the off the wall but it still had to make sense but with improv you don't <laughs> you just you know you you can go wherever you want you know you can go wherever it takes you um, and I think one thing that I had to like sort of get me head around was I was like trying to be a clown when I first started as well, you know, and okay. I was thinking, oh, uh, oh, it's been a minute and I haven't made a joke, you know, I better get one in, you know, that type of yeah. thing. And you, you don't have to, 
and in improvisation, and I do find that it's, I, I just find it's very freeing. It's a very freeing sort of art and something that you know is is uh, very therapeutic. Yeah, a lot of people getting into improv, they do go down that route of they've seen who's lines it anyway, and they really focus on the short form games, the the quick witted jokes, the puns, the one liners, those sorts of things. And have you been discovering the more that you do improv that there's just so much more to it? And have you experienced sort of longer form improv? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. Um, yeah, because, I mean, I saw some of the long, the, um, the, the long form on the extreme improv, you know, on, on yeah. YouTube. Because a couple of my friends... And that's another thing. You just make so many friends. Yeah. I've got so many. I've got so many WhatsApp groups now. <laughs> <laughs> different people from different different groups. Yeah. Um, you know, and they they were going on to the onto onto this, and I, I had a look, and you know, all the edits out where you had to like sort of you're in scenes, then you could edit out edit out and go either back ten years forward, ten years, be a difference, yeah. all that type of thing. I just thought, oh, that's really really interesting. But I've also signed up and done a few of the um, sessions and the courses in Liverpool Comedy Improv as well yeah. with Emma and Stuart and that, um, Stuart Moses. And that's more about like refining the craft and it's sort of looking at, um, you know, I mean, I did, I've been doing one called Paying Attention, right? which is about paying attention to your scene partner, listening you know, it's also about, um, you, you know, you, when you're endowing your scene partner and everything, but it doesn't, you don't have to get a joke and you don't have to go zany. You know, you could go, like me and Heather Dickinson, who's actually been a guest, obviously, in one of the podcasts yeah. previous to this, um, we did one the other day and we just sat for a while and we were just in silence. But she was at the back of her room and it was on Zoom, so we were using the space and everything. Yeah. And um, and then we just become two worried uh, parents who were waiting for the daughter to come back that they'd heard had started, uh, you know, gone down the wrong path. Yeah. And it was amazing because we were building on it. You know, I'd say something to Heather, Heather would say something to me. And, you know, this is just like one, one example. It's just... The, the building of scenes and everything now just become just become really interesting. It's another facet of the craft. Yeah, I've I've actually played a lot with Heather, and one thing she does really well is she just understands the power of silence in scenes and how to use the silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Well, we I, I did one with one of my friends who's actually, and um, she won the extreme improv. Um, champ show or something. Um, Hannah Hannah McGowan, she's brilliant. Oh yeah, uh, uh, yeah, she's she's an actress as well. And she she was like sort of she she said to me, you know, if ever you want any pointers anywhere, I went on. Uh, I had a f- quite a few sessions with her, and she was saying about um, right, we're going to do the, this silence one where it's just me and I'm a taxi driver waiting for a fare. <laughs> so. You're just sitting there, yeah, and you know you do things like look in the in the mirror, or you know somebody's going to get in your cab or whatever. And but what I was trying to do was I was trying to embellish it because I wasn't happy with the silence. So I was saying, <laughs> I was saying, oh that car, oh my wife would love me to have that car, and she go too much, too much, do you know? Yeah. So and so learning all that as well, the light and the shade, the silence, the yeah. man, and all it's it's really. It's really been a, an eye opener and really, really sort of helped me in the in the uh, improvisation, comedy, and drama now. Would you say, even though you in, enjoy all forms, do you have a favourite of of the different forms of improv? Do you know what I've, I've asked? I've been asked that by a couple of a couple of people whether it be first short form or long, but I think they they both bring different things. Really, I don't think I could actually say, oh, yeah, you know, I, I love this. I love uh, short form two or three, you know, um, 
sentences and things where you just come up with, you know, just something like that. I love longer two two person scenes. I even like the likes of group scenes as well. You know where you know that exit and entrance where you you go yeah. in and out based on it. You hear you hear a word and that's yeah. your word to either leave or come back, and that really lends itself well to Zoom. Yeah, that's uh, become one of my favourite games. I love it. I really do love that. Yeah, um, and then the long form is just great because. You know, you can really build on something. Um, yeah, so awesome. yeah, I wouldn't be confused. <laughs> <laughs> and um, just thinking down the comedy lines, when you were younger, you said that you enjoyed watching Whose Lines It anyway. What other comedy influences have you had in your life? What comedians do you like? What shows have you watched? Uh, early days, I really like Steve Martin. Right. I love the film, The Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Um, and The Man With Two Brains. Um, and then I started, I mean, I didn't like the likes of, um, I didn't watch much stand-up, you know, the way you get that on video on VHS yeah. or Beatmax or whatever it was. Um, so the likes of, I think, Eddie Murphy was the, one of the first ones to, to bring okay. out, you know. Um, but it was more comedy shows, I think. I, yeah. I, you know, I like I like the comedy shows, and I like I like clever humor, and I also like observational humor as well. Okay. My 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 sort of style lends to observational humor because I'm a nosy poke. <laughs> <laughs> and when you were younger, were you considered funny by your friends? Yeah, I've always used humor. I've always been funny. I can always make people laugh. But to be honest, I've used that as a mask as well. Okay. I've, I've, I've used that to sort of cover a lot um, because I can make people laugh and then it gets off the subject of other things, you know? Okay. Um, which I've not really realised up until, you know, later, later life really that I was doing that. But, you know, I can... I, I love to laugh. I love to make people laugh and I love to laugh. Yeah. Um, and I love it when you get a group of like-minded people and you just laugh. Like, you know, I've got loads of friends like that. We just, we laugh till we cry sometimes. Yeah. You know? So um, on your journey to LCI and falling in love with improv, what, where did life take you along the way? What were you doing for a living? Um, well, I've never really had, in school, I didn't really have any particular job or vocation or anything. It was, you know, I wanted to be a school teacher at first. Right. I didn't do that well at school. Um, and then I just went from, like, sort of school and I went into temporary jobs. Yeah. But when I got into to, to, um, places, they liked me and then they'd move me around. Um, and so I first worked in the probation service in three or four different um, areas covering either holiday leave or maternity and things like that. So right. I did admin and then I went into a factory, worked, to, worked in a factory for a few few years, temping again. And then I got into the council, um, which was right the way through from social services personnel, right the way through to um, my career at 25 years with welfare rights oh wow in a housing association but that job got um really really difficult um uh, due to a number of reasons really okay um so, you know cuts and change the benefits and i dealt with like sort of uh probably some of the worst most deprived areas in the in the country um right. you know um locally here um in liverpool and I found that, you know, I loved, I loved helping people. I loved trying to, you know, to make a difference. And I was also representing on tribunals for people for the benefit benefits and helping people who were facing eviction and stuff like that. So it was real, you know, you, you had to be on the ball. Right. Um, and that in the end got to the point where, you know, the job, the job got very, very difficult to do. Um, and I got like vicarious trauma from it, so it was okay. from other people's, other people's like sort of problems, really. 
Um, and uh, there was other things as well. And that then made me think, right, you know, obviously I went through the, the mental health system. I had uh, the breakdown, I think, and then I thought, no, I need to do something. But it was like, it, it was um, like a, a real light bulb moment from the point of going into the light rooms and the positivity. Because everything would be negative, because you're always hit listening to people's problems and, uh, you know, you get people, that, you know, seriously ill, terminally ill. Yeah. Drug addiction, alcohol, um, you know, you'd be talking to families about their, you know, the desperate situations and everything. Can, um, and you'd be going and visiting, seeing people in their own homes, you okay. know, and, and yeah. you'd be able to help some and others you wouldn't be able to. And you'd be dealing with people with mental health. Anyway, um, yeah, once you go into the like, I went to the live rooms, it was positivity. Let us look after you, which was really yeah. difficult for me. You know, yeah. it's the, the, the easiest thing to show compassion to other people, but the hardest thing to show it to yourself. <laughs> and, you know, um, and I realized that and thought, no, I need to give them the reins. And I did. And just by that, and being open and adapting to things and saying, yeah, I'll do this, I'll do that. And then, I mean, I was helping people even when I was struggling in the, yeah. in the life of trying to, <laughs> trying to help them and how to keep stepping back and going, you know, somebody said to me, please don't say you're a welfare rights advisor because they'll have an office here for you and queue out the door. <laughs> 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 no. so, um, so, yeah, so, yeah, and then that then, Carried on to um, to Liverpool Comedy Improv. Everyone, without exception, is just lovely. The yeah. lovely people, really friendly. You know, don't you? Mean, you know, you're one of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, they are just so friendly, so supportive. Um, you know, it's just such a good group that have got this common interest of making things up, as you say at the start of your <laughs> podcast. Making things up and, and you know, um, just playing. Yeah, and I think you mentioned earlier before that you're part of all these different WhatsApp groups. You've got loads of friends. And I think something that's come out of the pandemic, which is great, is that improv has moved online and it's brought people together in a way that we wouldn't have come together uh, if there was no yeah. pandemic. Yeah. And yeah. even though it's online, these are genuine friendships. Like, I know that yeah. friends yeah. I've made this year are friends yeah. for life yeah definitely yeah i had a phone call this morning from somebody um julie you know she was um she was in the garden and a dog did something she rang me <laughs> and you know you just thought you know she's a friend yeah you know she's a friend um but it's the the far reaching uh, the, the reach of, of zoom as well it's not just local I feel proud that Liverpool Comedy Improv got the Liverpool name because, you know, you've got people joining from all over the place. You you know, got a lot of um, people from the US, um, you know, all sorts of Europe, all around Europe. Um, and it's our, our, our sort of art is a, a universal language. Yeah. Isn't it? Oh, yeah, totally. You know, it really is, um, you know, no matter where you're from, you you laugh at virtually around about the same thing. Someone falls over, you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter what language they fall over in. But, um, yeah, you know, and, and you go onto the, um, onto the Zooms and as I say, they all ping up and you see Emma and, you know, Stuart and yourself and everyone and, and then you'll see, oh, there's Gordy from Santa Monica. There's so and so from Oregon. There's, you know, and, and it's it's light. <laughs> it's light there. Why is yeah. it light? <laughs> Why are they saying, oh, I'm just having lunch? And, you know, I just think. But they'll come on and go, how are you? We'll go into the breakout rooms, you know, those separate rooms. And um, they'll they'll be, how are you? How are you doing? You know, oh, God, Trump's been at it. You know, I'm sorry to mention his name. But, yeah. <laughs> You know, it's just, uh, it's so immediate, but so captivating with, with everyone being yeah. on it. <laughs> and uh, I didn't want to presume, uh, because of your accent, uh, but if you're saying proud 
for the Liverpool Comedy Improv to have the Liverpool name in it. Am I? Uh, can I presume that you are actually Liverpool born and bred? Oh, absolutely, yeah, hundred percent. Total born and bred scouser, but I never talk like this. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I only talk like this with one of my accents if it wants to. <laughs> right. And uh, when when you're not improvising, uh, how do you spend your time? Um, I I am creative in other ways. I like I, I draw. I like photography. Okay. I like photography. I play the guitar. Cool. Um, I got a guitar when I was eighteen, um, and then I didn't pick it up for ages. Usual <laughs> thing. The usual thing. I mean, I'm talking about years, decades. And um, my friend formed a band and started getting in, getting me back into like sort of you know live music and that. Yeah. Um, you know the inter- I love. I mean, I love live music anything intimate gigs right the way through to you know Foo Fighters or Muse in the uh, Etihad Stadium you know yeah I've done all that yeah um but it's also the, the, the lockdown has given me a chance to put more sort of effort into the hobbies that I'd, I'd gone on you know on the back there really yeah um so yeah and I've also done some creative writing as well Oh, cool. Which is, um, was through the live rooms because that, that was one of the sessions that they did when we went to the play, when we went into the playhouse. Um, and I find that that flows and it's very sort of cathartic. Yeah. You know, it really is. I love it. And um, we get themes and things and I tend to be able to, uh, to write a little ditty, but I don't know whether I've got a novel in me. I don't think I have. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> Isn't there a phrase that everyone's got at least one novel in them? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just, uh, book. <laughs> <laughs> just going back to the live music, because I'm a big live music fan myself. Um, yeah. It sounded like you've been to some pretty awesome gigs. Yeah. Which of all of the gigs, this is probably a really hard question to answer, which of all of the, the gigs that you've been to, would you say is the best gig you've ever been to? Um, because I've been to some festivals as well, so I've seen some. Right. I've been to V, and, and I've not been to Glastonbury. That's on my bucket list. Um, what are the best ones? <sighs> yeah, I'd say I absolutely loved Stereophonics. Oh yeah. Stereophonics did a really, really good good gig. But then I've been to um, see Newton Faulkner. Oh, he's really cool. You know, Oh my, oh, he's just unbelievable. And he was on um, the Hague bar in it's a student union, so, you know, Carling right. Academy, I think it is, something like yeah. that. It's only small intimate gig, but he was absolutely fantastic. The way he played the crowd, got the crowd going. And um, he sang that song, Tears Up, which I actually love. I love the yeah. one that um, Master Attack sings. Um, but yeah, and he's like sort of inspires me really to to pick up the guitar and play so, with D-E-A and <laughs> do you play mostly acoustic or do you play electric acoustic cool yeah i'm a, a fan of acoustic myself yeah yeah i love the sound in fact we were doing some um, ukulele uh sessions in the playhouse as well oh wow um that's quite it's it, quite interesting seeing the difference between got the guitar and, and ukulele you know that you only need like sort of obviously one or two fingers for or one finger for a chord on a ukulele usually yeah it's uh it's quite good so all these things all opened up yeah so it sounds like you've really been making the most of of your time during the pandemic to just express yourself and find out what life has to offer yeah yeah very much so yeah and just going back to the improv, if there was someone that was thinking of getting into improv and they just weren't sure, what would you say to help persuade them to give it a go? Oh, I can't stress this enough. Just do it. Um, you know, we've all got that little voice. Oh, no. You know, like I did 
when the screen was black and I was waiting for the host to invite me in, I was ready to turn that, that you know, it off and leave the meeting. Yeah. Because uh, I just thought, oh no, you know, what's this going to be? But it is the most welcoming, inclusive, social, socially, it's really like good socially. Um, and it's very, it's freeing. You just feel free. You can just sort of just be, really, you know, when you you're in your little box and you get so you get entertained as well. You yeah. know, I often have to turn my moods off because I'm laughing so much. You know, people, <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, and cheering and whooping along and stuff. You know, but it's funny when you because you're in the house and my neighbour, <laughs> Mary, I'm thinking I'll have to tell her one of these days. You know that you know I'm on, but she might think, oh God, he's having a He's having a relapse or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> There's me shouting, I'm Jeff and I'm fantastic, you know, all over my living room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and have you done any shows or any live live improv online? Um done um extreme improv twice and won it once. Oh, awesome. Um, and uh, we've done a couple of shows in the life uh, from the life rooms, which is like sort of a culmination of the work. Um, so we've we've done like a project that worked up. We did a radio play as well. Um, oh, wow. That we, but um, as far as physical, I'm really looking forward to the physical stuff again because obviously I've tasted that, and I've also done the um, Liverpool Comedy Improv. They they do when it's warmer, like sort of a. Um, park oh yeah you know i call it lark in the park but it's not called that um and you know we did i did that once where i met up with uh, emma and a few few others it was weird actually because you just expected to see them with like a you know <laughs> a box around them like, yeah uh, and people get really surprised because i'm six foot six so they just think you know oh, really? oh my god yeah <laughs> um so for instance we were in this sort of little glade it was in stefan stefan park and we turned the glade sort of from our scene. It was the Sahara Desert. <laughs> and I was playing, sort of looking round, you know, trying pointing and saying, that person behind you. Now, obviously, in the one-dimensional sort of screen, that's yeah. Yeah. so I was thinking, oh, God, yeah, this is a different dynamic. You know, you've got your three-dimensional di- three thing going on and and also... We were all over the floor. At one point, I was sitting like <laughs> cross-legged on the floor because we'd done something like a, you were worshiping something, and a couple of people were walking past and thought, "Must be one of those <laughs> religious things or something," you know. <laughs> but I loved it. Absolutely loved it, and it, it just gave me a real taste for oh yeah, can't wait for physical stuff as well. So. The difference between the the online and the the actual in person improv is there a massive difference in your approach and the way that you would approach scenes and characters you might bring to life? Do they differ much online to real life? I think um, obviously it's it's more visual when when like sort of you face to face because you're picking up on like sort of more. Um, Body language, full body, full body language. A lot of the times, it's just you know we're like a, a bust, aren't we? Just shoulders, <laughs> yeah. shoulders. Um, but it, we also in the in like these sessions as well. We also get um, you know uh, the 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 actual space you should use the space. So encouraged to use your space, and so somebody could be at the back of the room in their in their Zoom box, and you know. Um, so that type of thing adds a bit of a dimension to to the way you you know you you improv on Zoom. Yeah. But I think um, with regards to your styles, I suppose you're more expression. You you know you you use your body more when you phys- physically face to face than you do on on Zoom, but. I still don't think it's to a detriment that you're on Zoom for, for improv. I think it should continue. I really do, as well as the physical stuff. Because yeah. I obviously you you know, you're making all these networking with all these play, people from all over the place. Yeah. And you don't realise obviously 
they are so far away because they just <laughs> seem to be in your, well they are in your living room but when it's physical it's only going to be more local localized yeah. you know which is going to be fine but you don't want to lose that international connection oh yeah totally and with with the uh, people that you've met can you see yourself forming a, a troupe with any of them or have you already formed a troupe with any of them yeah well um what i did was one of the one of the groups that we had one of the drop-ins for liverpool comedy and prop because you have like sort of monday drop-in and a uh, friday drop-in you used to have friday um and Sorry, I've just had a biscuit and just realised. <laughs> it's fine. It's not, I'm comfortable talking to you, mate. I think I'm just talking to me, mate. Oh, well, I'm glad you feel comfortable. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How unprofessional of me. <laughs> it's fine. It's casual chat. Have as many biscuits as you want. It was only a digestive. It wasn't a hard knob, but it took ages to eat. Um, yeah, so... Um, Sorry, what was the question I've lost? <laughs> uh, it's about improv troops. Oh yeah, so um, there was uh, there's a guy in Bedfordshire who has done some of the Liverpool comedy improv drop-ins, and he's got a little troupe called the Not So's, not so much. Okay. And um, there's six of us. Yes, me and and, uh, and Joanna, who was, who was on the, um, the the same session. Whether we'd be interested in it it's on a Wednesday. And that's more long form. Yeah. And so I've been, you know, being able to practice my long form and whatever I've been learning from my sessions. Cool. And I can really see a difference, you know, because you're, you're encouraged to um, to go off. That's one thing about it. You know, Liverpool Comedy Improv give you the tools to do it. Yeah. You know, and you can go off and do whatever you want then. You know, but I love coming back. I think Heather said that. I know Heather said that, and I do agree. I, I love coming back because, you know, you you do feel sort of, yeah, um, secure here, you know. Not that you don't anywhere, but you just think, yeah, I, you know. Yeah. It, it's uh, it's home. Yeah, I think yeah. that is the general consensus with, with everyone I speak to from LCI. Yeah. And it's, yeah, they get that sense of this is home. We're allowed to go off and play with other people and learn other skills and it doesn't matter where you go what you do you're always welcome back at lci and it yeah. just feels comfortable it's lci family and it and it is it's not but it's not as though it's family and it's closed family it's open to all the relatives coming in from a long lost relative <laughs> you know, yeah coming in because you you know that's what we want we want it to like you know to, to evolve um but yeah, it's it's um, it really has been a lifesaver, not only for for like sort of for me um, through the through the through the pandemic because yeah. you know I'll wake up and I think oh god I've got a session tonight you know and I'll go oh, great yeah you know and I'm working towards that session whatever I'm doing in the day and just think oh yeah I've got to get back I've got to do this you know yeah um, but also from like sort of. The, the mental health point of view of other people, I've seen a difference in them. Some of them have come from the life rooms through yeah. to Liverpool Comedy Improv. And they would never, ever have thought, you would never have thought that they would have, one, made the move. But also, you you know, I've just seen their, I'm going to do the J-bomb now, the journey. You know, their journey um, and how much it just being creative in any way creativity is free we've already got that in our bank you know we don't have to pay for that <laughs> you know and you tap into it and you just realize what potential you do have that you didn't think you did yeah awesome well those are some great inspirational words to finish on uh, but just before we go uh, do you want to share any social media so people can contact you and maybe See what improvising uh, activities you've got up ahead. Um, uh, as far as social media is concerned, I haven't really got, I haven't got any websites or anything like that. I mean, you, can, you know, if you want to like sort of contact me or add me as a friend, I'm on Facebook. Um, I don't really look at 
Instagram much. I don't really understand it. And TikTok, <laughs> I, I can dance, but I don't want to show it to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and also I did um, a podcast for uh, people with mental health. I've been doing. I, I, uh, I got involved with um, a course which was through the BBC and Voluntary Arts, right. and uh, it was. Uh, about um, those six podcasts all around mental health and pandemic, you know, the lockdown and that. And mine was called, um, it was Podcast 4. So it's it's through anchor.fm. So that's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm. Okay. And it's called It's About Time. That's the podcast series. And it's number four. And mine is create being creative in a fun fun way and it's more about you know um what the improvisation means to me and rebecca who i spoke about before and our emma emma bird they're they're my guests on it oh cool so have a listen to that yeah well it's about time Um, i gave it a listen yeah definitely (laughs) definitely I look forward to checking that out and hopefully our listeners will go off and check it out as well. Oh yeah, hope so. And on that note, we're going to bring the interview to a close. So thank you very much. Thank you, Ian. Been really, really good and and I've really enjoyed it. Oh, I'm glad. Thank you. Thanks. Well, thank you very much. That was a great interview with Jeff and I'm still here with Jeff because before we go, we want to give a spotlight to the Sefton Children's Trust, which Jeff himself is a trustee of. So I'm going to hand over to Jeff uh, so he can fill you in on the Sefton Children's Trust. Oh, thanks, Ian. Yeah, um, it's just something that um, I just wanted to say. It's it's a, a cause that's like really close to my heart because it's something that I've been involved with for like the last 20 odd years. Um, got involved with, um, with it through friends who tried for a while to get me to... Um, to go on their holiday, look, looking after um, kids of between the ages of eight and twelve, and I thought, oh no, you know, I couldn't do that. I'd, you know, I'd be no good and that. And, um, and then one time, I just said, yeah, I'll do it, and I absolutely loved it. So basically, what it is, it's a charity that was set up by um, the idea was to three foster mums years ago, over thirty-five years ago. And they could see that there was um, a need for some children in the community who didn't have the opportunities that others did and had not had holidays or whatever. So, um, you know, for all the reasons um, and set up. And from then on, it's just built and built and built. And we're now um, a 30, 35, 40 strong volunteer, wow. all volunteer led, all volunteer run. And we fundraise ourselves. Um, uh, and as I say, it's called Sefton Children's Trust, and it's a local charity in Liverpool, the borough of Liverpool, in Sefton, um, the borough of Liverpool, which is called Sefton. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we take children um, to a purpose-built manor adventure park in Shropshire. Okay, cool. Um, well, we when we didn't do it last year, obviously, because of the, yeah. the uh, obvious reasons. And this year it looks as though it's a bit touching over. We don't know yet. Um, so, yeah, so we do that. Uh, and the children only pay um, a nominal £20 or whatever, the families, and then we, cool. you know, we buy them with everything. Um, and it's just great to, like, see the, the difference in the children um, and, you know, how they just come alive during, during the week. And it's a great week for everyone. It's We're, we're, we're a big family. It's a well-run machine, well-oiled machine. Um, and we also do Easter things and children and then Christmas things as well. Children like Christmas party and hampers and things like that. So, yeah, it's just something that I wanted to mention. Um, we've got a website. Um, it's at the moment, it's in the, in the process of being developed. Right. Bit, bit more because you know uh, we've been a bit behind with things but if you go on to Sefton Children's Trust um, that's S-E-F-T-O-N and um, there is a way for you know if, if you if you can donate in any way or help in any way and um, you know there's funding information there as well so thanks very much for giving us this chance to speak like this Ian because you know I say it's something that Make such a difference to people's lives, and yeah. um, you know, 
And the, the whole point of this podcast is to put the spotlight on the people in the LCI community and let you all talk about things that are close to your heart. So it's it's been a pleasure to give you this platform to talk about a charity that means so much to you. Thanks, Ian. Carry on the good work, mate. Ah, thank you very much. Take it easy, Jeff. See you now. Well, there we go. Another fantastic interview. Thank you so much to Jeff for just being so open and honest. I am really loving all of these conversations and I hope that you are enjoying listening to them as much as I am enjoying actually getting to speak to all of these fantastic people. Now, if you're interested in getting into improv or are already involved in improv and want to try out a different improv scene, then all the info you need can be found at www.liverpoolcomedyimprov.co.uk. You can also check us out on Facebook by searching for Liverpool Comedy Improv and on Twitter and Instagram, we are at Live Comedy Improv. If you're a member of the LCI community and you would like to be a guest on the show, then please get in touch with me or with Emma Bird and we will make the arrangements as soon as possible. Don't forget, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating and bung us a great review on there as well, just to help us get our name out there and really boost the podcast and subscribe and don't forget to tell your friends you can find me on facebook twitter instagram and on youtube just search for ian luke jones on my youtube channel you'll get a weekly motivational monday video which you can subscribe to you can get a weekly humorous moment video which i bring out every wednesday and i've got loads of improv videos on there and music and various other things plenty to tickle your taste buds so thank you very much it's been another great show and i will see you all again next week but before we go here are some words that truly are wise 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 always remember that whatever the situation to treat life like improv and yes and